Hi, I'm Erica Ramirez, founder of Illy and host of What About Your Friends, a brand new show on the Ringer Podcast Network dedicated to the many lives of friendship and how it's portrayed in pop culture. Every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish Feed, I'll be talking with my best friend, Stephen Othello, and your favorites from within the Ringer and beyond about friendships on TV, in movies, pop culture, and our real lives. So join me every Wednesday on the Ringer Dish Feed, where we try to answer the question TLC asked back in the day, what about your friends? This episode is brought to you by eBay Authenticity Guarantee. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts, real people who love this stuff, with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of reals always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. This episode is brought to you by cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. Hello and welcome to Tea Time. This is a weekly pop culture podcast on the Ringer Podcast Network. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. And today we're checking in with developing drama, Deep Water, starring Oscar nominee Ana de Armas. And concert matinees. What a ride. Nice. Yeah. Let's do it. <laughs> Tea Time is checking in with developing drama. There's a couple updates from uh, previous topics we've covered. First one, Kate and I are going to go through briefly. The days have passed. I kind of don't care about this anymore. But alas, we're wrapping this up with like, you know, there have been a couple yeah. updates this week on the Haley Justin Selena front. The first thing is that he had a 29th birthday party at his house uh, last week. And He gave out these party favors, which you can't really tell exactly what they are. I do think that they are lighters. And it is engraved with the sentence, I'm so thankful that I didn't end up with what I thought I wanted. And then people are posting it. He was posting it. And everyone was like, this is very pointed. If this, this is almost too obvious. If this is... is like not referring to this entire situation. And remember, he's been quiet this whole time. So I was like, is this yeah. his statement? Is it not? Anyway. Even <laughs> if it's not, don't be dumb. Like you got to realize how people are going to think it looks. Yeah. You know, even That's if you didn't like, mean it that way. He's so messy. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> the problem with this is that like, he is not likable at all. Yeah. You know, like sometimes like when people go after these like celebrities, like Chrissy Teigen or somebody, you know, who like kind of mm-hmm. becomes like, the one that everyone loves to hate on in a moment. Like at least like John Legend was likable and like she was likable at times. The problem Mm -hmm. with the Biebers is like neither one of them are likable at all. Personality wise, they're serving us nothing except for like 
being mean and I, exactly. annoying. Because yeah. their whole vibe just feels like I'm better than you. It's and very like off-putting. You. Yeah. Completely. Yeah. So I don't know. They just don't have a lot to work with. Unfortunately, our, tic- our TikTok, our Tea Time deep dive has like completely changed my algorithm on TikTok. And now <laughs> oh, no. I've seen so many videos, you know, he rolled up a sleeve. That's the sleeve of the Selena tattoo. Like, what does it mean? Oh my and God. And then Haley Bieber's face backwards. Like, what is that? So now I have to get off. <laughs> we have to put this to rest, but that did come up. And there's one other thing that happened yeah, this week in this. this is, we're at a weird point in this story, which always happens where like people take it too far. And take it yeah. offline. And and then kind of it becomes like the backlash to the backlash. Where like everyone at this point has agreed that it's Haley Bieber's fault. And that she may be a little mean. Maybe a little petty. She yeah. shouldn't have done what she did. Uh, wow. But now people. And like again. Find out. Like talk about it online. Talk about mm-hmm. it on TikTok. Whatever. But people at Rolling Loud this weekend. At Justin's concert set started screaming fuck Haley Bieber like fuck Haley fuck Haley as he like walked off stage and like at that point it's like stop you know like, ruined it. Yeah. we don't have to cyber bully or real life bully <laughs> the bully <laughs> you know like there's a difference of like talking through it and being like here's what she did and, like here are the theories and like the tattoo placement was weird yeah. and then like actually like you know doing this in a place where like he can't get away from it it's yeah. disruptive. Also, side note, concert etiquette fucking sucks now. Like, oh people forgot how to act during the pandemic. Yeah. And you have to stop screaming things at artists while they're trying to talk or like, well, like, people That's just true, very, actually. very rude. Yeah. I've and seen a lot of that. Okay, continue. Anyway, so that part of it bugs me as well. But like, we can stop now. Like, we can, again, yeah. like, if there are updates, I'm sure we'll talk about it. It's fine. But like, don't take it offline. It's like when, you know, they were at some premiere and like the Selena fans were like screaming at her. You know, it's like, Ugh, yeah. keep it yeah. in a place where she can choose to log off and escape it. You know, mm-hmm. at least like give her an out in that way. And like, don't take it yes. like, directly to her and force it. So yeah, true. Her, obviously. Yeah. But don't you love how Justin Bieber didn't say anything? He was just That's like, the okay. thing too. You know, he <laughs> like, he really okay. should say something. Like, right. just be it's like, yeah, please respect my wife. Like, please respect our privacy. Doesn't have to be a notes app thing. Just like yeah, post yeah, a yeah. picture and be like, love my girl. Well, that's you know? why people were like, you know, yeah. watering at the mouth over this party favor because they're like, that's his statement because right. he's been so silent. And it's, that's another something. thing, again, where like, yeah. even if he didn't mean it that way, this is the only thing you said. This is all you're giving people to work with. Yeah. So like, mm-hmm. it's people are going to take it in a certain way. And like, you have to realize yeah. that as a celebrity. Mm. It's not Nothing. good. No. Agreed. Um, the other developing drama, Amelia, what updates do you have? Yes. I think the only people who watch uh, Vanderpump Rules are Kaya and my, I, I just started <laughs> because of this drama and nice. and honestly if you want a more comprehensive look at it go over to the Ringer Reality TV podcast yes. Morally Corrupt they've they've been covering it all week but it actually it surprised me how much coverage this was getting because mm-hmm. it was everywhere and it's I was like inescapable it's yeah. and I didn't know the show was as popular as it is it's like one Same. of those shows that I guess everyone watches and I didn't know that everyone watched it I'm late to the party. Me Same. too. And everyone I follow on Instagram <laughs> is talking about it. And I don't, yeah. and I really am out of the loop. Kate, I, this is how you must feel all the it time is. with our reality. <laughs> I don't know anything that's going on. Do I you know. think like people just, again, it's like, I mean, I guess there are, are villains and, and right. like real life consequences. But do you think people just like, again, it's kind of that kind of scandal where like everyone's ridiculous and yeah, easy to make I fun do. of. And so people I are do. like enjoying they enjoy the show and they're fans of the show, but it's also right. like the perfect mix of scandal. 
Exactly. And Kaya, feel free to chime in whenever. But I just to briefly go over it. So Vanderpump Rules is like a spinoff of uh, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills because one of the former housewives, Lisa Vanderpump, owns like a series of restaurants. And so the show, which has been on for 10 years, follows a group of hot waiters and bartenders and they're just crazy people. They're crazy. And I've only seen like one and a half seasons, but the whole premise is them working in this restaurant and feuding with each other and, and literally cheating on each other with each other. Like they just cheat on each other with each other. And that is kind of the main source of drama. But I guess one of the guys, Tom Sandoval, has been in a long term relationship with Ariana Maddox and apparently, well, I mean, it's been revealed. He he released a statement and so did this other woman, Raquel Levis, whose real name is Rachel. Everyone is like, her name is Rachel, not Raquel. It was like very much like Hilaria Baldwin kind mm. of. Um, she and Tom have been sleeping together for the past seven months. And so he's been essentially cheating on this woman he's been with for like 10 years. And everyone's like, how dare you, Tom? How dare you? And so they're leaving really mean restaurant Yelp reviews on his like Schwartz and Sandy's restaurant. Okay, that's and, funny. That, <laughs> yeah, it's what a way to like take like, it out on him. <laughs> I know. And then everyone's like, Team Ariana, Team Ariana. And I guess uh, the whole thing is, is like, Ariana found a video of Raquel like pleasuring herself that she had sent to Tom. And gotcha. now Raquel's like, you have to delete the video, which yes, please. That is revenge porn. Don't, don't spread it people. But like, so she sent out cease and desist letters to oh my God, half of the cast and the so cast. It's more like, dramatic than I realized. It's so crazy. Wow. And this one girl named Lala, the one who was like Fofty, the one who was married to that Emmett, or Randall Emmett guy who had the feud <laughs> the with look 50 on Liz's face right now. I'm, who, who, I'm trying so hard to follow. Do you remember Fofty? Like with the numbers, you know, the memes <laughs> yeah, with the numbers. She's just like doing calculus. <laughs> Do you remember when her husband feuded with 50 Cent and he called him Fofty? Oh, or she I called remember him Fofty? that actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was a whole thing. Wow. But she's like, don't you dare send this letter to me or send it to my lawyer. And so she's like releasing a whole line of sweatshirts that say like, send it to my oh lawyer, Daryl. So. It's so stupid. Oh but all these people are like putting in, you know, their work being like, I, they, how dare you? Ariana's the best. But here's the thing. I found out because I've been watching this past season and then I've been doing some research. Tom was dating another sir restaurant waitress like in the first two seasons, but was cheating on her with this Ariana person. So I'm like, oh, no, not that I don't have sympathy for Ariana, but like, what what did you expect? Right. What did yeah. you expect? And this Tom guy. And again, I've only seen a one and a half seasons, but he's already cheated on his former girlfriend, Kristen, with this Ariana person. He also cheated on her with a girl in Vegas. So it's just oh. like, I, he's wow. not a good person. The flags he's not are so red. <laughs> I know. I'm just like, wow. think about it for two seconds, Ariana. Think about it for two seconds. Not blaming is, you, but think about it. Is this show still on the air? Are they going to go on Andy yes. Cohen? What's the, what happens next, Amelia? Well, I guess Lisa Vanderpump went on Andy Cohen last night and she was just like, you know, like, oh my God, I believe, you know, that they were cheating and that, and then there was another guy named Tom and he, I guess he was covering for this Tom. This for, confused for Tom me also, the double Toms. There's two Toms I and they like co-own a restaurant confused. called Tom Tom. Yeah, it's so, oh and it's, oh my oh, God. Cute, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, but I guess one of them had been like, yes, Raquel is really cool and like I think they like made out or something and this and is then, the other Tom 
Yeah, the other t- Tom Schwartz, oh oh, who <laughs> was in a marriage with another character on the show named oh Katie. I know it's so, but now they're divorced. But um, wow. yeah, so he apparently was covering for this Tom Sandoval because he was in this long term relationship. And so and apparently people who have been watching the show since you know, the first season and now it's like on its 10th season have said like, this show has gotten so boring and stupid, but now it's good again, which, you know, what? <laughs> yeah, clearly maybe I'm team Tom Sandoval and uh, um, Raquel, Raquel, yeah. <laughs> just because ratings, like, ratings, Listen, honestly, like, we thank just you. saw this with the, uh, the news anchor cheating scandal. Oh my God. TJ and Amy. Yes. You may have yes. to cheat on your spouse. Like, it's just, how the world works <laughs> to keep the ratings up. You know, these are this is serious uh, cash. I, I wow. just part of me obviously feels bad for Ariana. But the other part is like this dude was a walking red flag. He cheated on his former <sighs> girlfriend to get with you. Like, I don't how. Oh, my God. It's just and also it's like, you know what? Sorry, but I love a good reality TV villain, you know, so yeah. why? Why not? And they're they're putting in the work. So that's how I feel. I'm it's sorry. been fun. Even with no context, it's been really fun to watch everyone enjoying this. Like, from yes, a, a third party yeah, perspective. Definitely. Also, I like they were calling this Scandival. That's, I know. Really I know, is. right? And yeah. they were calling him Scandevil, too. Oh and I was God. like, oh, Ooh, that's wow. that's good. Yeah. <laughs> Kaya, what do you think? What are your thoughts on all this? Because you're you've been like a day one viewer. First of all, Amelia, welcome. It's really, <laughs> truly great reality TV, especially so like the first three seasons. You know what? I'm I'm pro, not like pro cheating, but pro that this is happening because <laughs> I, the recent seasons have fell off. They're very See? boring. See, and this is really just like injecting some juice back into the franchise. And exactly, yeah. I mean, also, I agree with you. Is anyone surprised? Right. This guy's a it's piece like of shit. the meme where you know you open the bag and he's like, "I don't know what I expected." <laughs> right. Yeah, <exactly. laughs> like, what, what did you expect, girl? <laughs> Exactly. Like one other point that people are making is like, this is why reality TV drama is so much better than like celebrity drama. Cause if Mm. you compare this to like the Selena and Haley scandal, where it's all like, (laughs) you're right. Oh my God. We're working with like the smallest things. (laughs) That's so true. And this is like every cast member just coming out and being like, yeah, fuck Tom Sandoval, team Ariana. (laughs) Right. Oh my God. And she does. Punched Raquel in the oh, face. Right. And now that she's got a straining order against her. It's just Oh, that's sad. That's I'm sorry. I don't mean to laugh. That's that's not funny. That's physical violence it's is not funny. good. It's kind it's of funny. Anyways, Kate, I hope this was informative to you. So informative. I've learned so much and I'm happy for you both. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. Thanks so much. All right, let's keep moving. Next category is not worth the tea this week in social media and relationship news. Amelia, please, please. Oh my God. God. I don't. Did you drop this in parallels here? I think you might have. I did. Or Kate. I don't know. Early on. Well, it was revealed. Oh my God. So Avril Lavigne, I guess, breaks up with Maud's son because they were engaged. He doesn't even know this. He's like, oh, this is news to me. And she goes and jet sets off to Paris for Fashion Week. And she's just kissing Tyga, as in Kylie Jenner's ex-boyfriend, Tyga, the singer, the rapper. And she's not just like kissing him. Like this photo is an embrace. This is, they have feelings for one another. This is real. (laughs) Her hand is like clutching the back of his neck. This is not like a casual peck. Like right. to cut, they could have just done that to been like, hey, we're in a relationship. This is a real no. kiss. You this know what I mean? This is a real kiss. This is this real is... love, maybe. Oh my God. Um, 
Yeah. I it, I don't know what to say other than this is disturbing. Some women just have really bad taste. Like you just have to acknowledge her run. Who else was? Oh, was it Bro- one of the Jenners? Did she date one of the Jenners? She dated Brody Jenner. She Brody dated Jenner. Chad Kroger of Nickelback. She's dated. Wow. Mod son, uh, formerly Mod of son. Bella Thorne uh, yep. relationship. Mm-hmm. Tyga. Tyga. That's a tough run. Yeah, it's this not is not good. Actually, a very small web between the two of them. And I saw a TikTok and Amelia, I'm really happy you didn't get wrapped up in it because it's complicated. There's a lot of layers, but these two overlap in many, many ways between the like Kardashian Jenner. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. Wow. Who knew she was so entangled in all of these? (sighs) Yeah. T10 core relationships. That's sad for her. I'm sad for her. So she deserves um, better. She really does. Yeah. I mean, you know, she gave us complicated, so I guess, right. yeah. I mean, that yeah. should carry her to, I don't know, true love with someone devastatingly handsome. Maybe this is true yeah. love. You guys, go back and look at the You're photos. Right. No. They look right. happy. Okay. <laughs> I mean, compared um, to her streak, honestly, Tyga isn't worse, right? Is he worse? <laughs> I mean, I, I would think getting with a 15-year-old is kind of bad. Oh, is that? So. Oh, oh, didn't know frick, that. You're right. He was like, that. yeah, That's she bad. was like very young when they got to, when he Ugh. got with Kylie. So. Yikes. Okay, so. Damn. Yeah. Avril. Great. Come on, girl. It's not good. It's Speaking not. of the Kardashians, Liz. So. Yes. Nice segue. <laughs> um, Kim Kardashian has either temporarily or permanently built an entire mini village in the back of her mansion. And you know what? I'm going to, I don't know if this is a hot take or not. I'm so pro (laughs) this because wouldn't you do the same thing if your kid couldn't walk outside to the Calabasas little town square and not get mauled by people? Would you not? That's a good point. Put that in your backyard so they can enjoy a fucking Starbucks. So (laughs) she built, it's called Lil Hidden Hills and it's like child-sized little town. It's got a KKW beauty boutique. It's got a Lego castle, fire station, a diner. A Starbucks, an ATM, wow. uh, a flower shop, grocery store. It's got it all. It's a little town for all of her little children and then their cousins and everything. People are saying this might be for Easter, which is nuts. I hope she keeps it up longer. Oh than my God. If this is just like a temporary pop-up village that she oh built in her backyard. <laughs> it um, could be. Remember she recarpeted her uh, right. floors and her for house Chicago's is so, birthday. Yeah, and her house is so insane and minimalist. This, that's what yeah. I was going to say is this is the most fun architectural decision she's ever made. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. This is good news, you guys. Like she's putting some color, putting some flair. Yeah, you're right. Fun. This is This will not stay up. You're so right. <laughs> wow. I would be so sad. Uh, she's got the room. I hope she keeps it. But yeah, it would turn into like a ghost town. Eventually get a little creepy, I guess, post Easter. But <laughs> um, it's very cute and it's so small. And wow. you know what? I as a like, if I was a mom, I'd probably try to you know use all my billions yeah. of dollars to get your kid outside, happy. get her out yeah. from in front of the That's iPad. True, you know. So, yeah. do you think they have when you if you walk into these little storefronts? Do you think there's actually like stuff inside that is replicable? like a replica of like Starbucks or KKW Beauty or whatever, whatever. You know what's that funny, That is a Amelia? good question. It's like, I can't tell the scale of this and I, <laughs> and I can't either. tell if this is an Same. actual mini town where like only children can fit in it because then, or if this is actually like storefront. Well, yeah. I just can't tell the size. They kind of look some, big. If you look they, at the big picture yeah. of her mansion, I mean, it's small compared to the mansion. Sure, but sure. Like you can see, like it's not like playhouse sized. Like, you're it right. seems like little, like sh- maybe like shed sized, but I don't think yeah. it's like a playground. Like an like adult little tiny, tiny. Could fit in there. Right. Because then there's another Probably. photo where 
it shows a little town and then several however many feet back there are workers working in the garden area or something oh. and but the scale is off because it's at an angle where right. you don't really know like exactly super how zoom lens yeah yeah i think they're definitely small scale but yeah. i think like a person could get in there i don't think wow. it's like like yeah. doggy house sized you know <laughs> She's That'd also, did you guys scroll down in this article? She's building like a little stadium, like a, an oh my God, yeah. That apparently is for Sunday service. So this definitely is for Easter because wow. it's got like pews, I guess. Wow. I, can't t- I guess that oh makes God. sense. Yeah, it's I like an it amphitheater. Was like a auditorium. Um, she's got big plans for Easter, you guys. So we'll be she keeping really close tabs right. on it's this. It's just, eat- I have, wow, she's so weird. Makes the weirdest <laughs> Jesus is going to resurrect again in Kim Kardashian. Right. She has huge backyard. plans for Easter, <laughs> much like Jesus himself. <laughs> um, all right. These are both very random, but uh, Nancy Myers uh, got the green light from Netflix for a new rom com. And people are losing their minds because it has to be like one of the most expensive rom coms ever. She has a budget mm. of $130 million. Which well, damn. immediately people were like, wow, the kitchen in this movie is going to be unbelievable, which <laughs> it will be. But most of that like budget seems to be going to the four movie stars that mm. she has reportedly chosen. Uh, mm. And I would love to hear your thoughts on them because it's going to star Scarlett Johansson, Penelope Cruz, a little Vicky Cristina Barcelona reunion there. Oh. Um, Owen Wilson and Michael Fassbender in a Nancy Myers rom-com. Give me your thoughts. You look as confused as I feel. Okay. Initially, I was like, Scarlett Johansson, like, whatever, but sure. Yeah. Uh You know, people are kind of out on her. I did think that was a surprising choice for who I assume is the lead. I feel like once you go Marvel, you, like, can't go back. Well, I guess you you, but You can, but it is surprising. And she just, like, doesn't have Nancy Myers written all over her. Like, she doesn't have cardigan energy, you know? You kind of have to have, like, knitwear vibes. And she's none like of the these mistress people. in the movie. I was going to say, right? She's just she's, not that into yeah. you. That was yeah. yes, not to typecast, but yeah, I don't know. Penelope Cruz doesn't have big knitwear energy. Owen Wilson does, and then Michael yeah. Fassbender has like never done a rom com. He's like he, he has like murder energy. Yeah, he has serial killer energy. This is yeah, I like him, but like he's also been off the grid, married to like Alicia Vikander in like Paris or whatever, driving his race cars. And all weird. these people are just, it's, they're confusing individually and they're really confusing together You know in what? the context yeah. of this. Right. They should have rounded this out and booted Owen Wilson. All of a sudden, Owen Wilson makes the least amount of sense here. Right. And he if originally gonna, yeah. was supposed to be there. And you know he's I mean? the only one with, the, you're right. Because then he brings out how much they don't have Nancy Myers. energy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So get him out of there and, break, and just, just might as well, yeah, finish yeah. it off. I wonder yeah. what it's going to be about. I have no idea. But I guess I'm excited to find out. But she is dropping big bucks on these stars. And it's just a weird lineup. You guys, right. I have to say, I'm like really excited yeah. about all these rom-coms coming out. Maybe it's because you just dropped that Jennifer Lawrence trailer. Not yeah. sure that's a like a rom-com I agree. Se, People are calling it a rom-com and it seems more just like a comedy starring comedy. a woman. But there's some mm. love. There's a love yeah. storyline in there. Regardless. Sure. Happy about it. It's we'll true. see. Excited we have for been asking house. for the return of the studio rom-com. So yes, we will true. take it. Next one is super quick, but Cole Sprouse went on Call Her Daddy. And I don't I don't care about what he said. He talked about Lily Reinhardt and just like said stupid stuff for 45 minutes. Um, but he was smoking the whole time. And the energy that he was bringing is so icky and gross. And the internet is just losing their minds about it. 
my favorite tweet was from Rebecca Jennings, who has written a bunch of profiles that we've talked about on this podcast. She's great. Um, but she said he was in my journalism 101 class at NYU. Oh my gosh. And all I'll say is he was serving this energy every day. <laughs> it's just a nightmare. Um, but he's just like reclined and has his little cigarette like between like his two God. fingers and it's just like smoking while like talking about his ex, Lily Reinhardt. And this is the best anti-smoking campaign the government has ever put out. <laughs> Literally never... people were like, he has somehow made smoking look completely uncool. Like how has he managed to do that? That's really Also, funny. are we uh, smoking inside again? Right. Like, this is a, st- a closed uh, like as again, like as someone who like schedules podcasts and like studio <laughs> recordings, imagine if a guest came in and was like, "Is it fine if I smoke?" I'd be like, That's "No, so disrespectful." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, not at all. <laughs> anyway, Ew. he That's really came gross. off as just like the absolute worst. So <sighs> tough. Do you guys remember, like, uh, there was a photo of James Franco when he was at NYU or UCLA, and it was like him asleep in class, just mouth agape, like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I love anyway. a good, like, celebrity at NYU story. <laughs> yeah. Just doesn't too. get better than that. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So we got a lot of DMs about this, but I can happily tell you, Nick Cannon is not going to have a TV game show called Who's Having My Baby? He had promoted it on his Instagram about like saying, I've got a new game show coming up and it's called Who's Having My Baby? And people thought it was because it looked real. It looked real, but Uh he would and he would. That's another thing, you know. But as this uh, Variety article states, it is just a stunt to promote the launch of a new show, Celebrity Prank Wars, which oh, I guess, yeah, that's see, well, that's you trade in one for the other. Um, right. <laughs> that's true. Lesser of yeah, two evils. It's exactly. And wow. I guess it's uh, Nick Cannon. <laughs> Sorry. I'm just like, I does this. I'm so over this. Um, I did Nick appreciate Cannon. in the comments when the person was like, it should be mm-hmm. called who's not having my baby. <laughs> True, that's true. Uh, but yeah, I'm tired of him as well. Is it him Me and Kevin too. Hart? Is that what you said? It's him and yeah, Kevin yeah. Hart. And just like okay. And they're like playing pranks against each other. Amelia, yeah. how could you not announce this lineup? It's got the Bella twins, who we haven't talked about oh, yeah. in like ten months. Stop. Very OG tea time content there. Oh they're God. the second and third people build. That's bad for the show. Not good. That's not good. Oh God. Yeah. It's, wow. Uh, I, well, I don't thanks for that. Well, thank God. Well, yeah, God. thank God, but also yeah. God. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Last piece of news. This is really kind of wishy-washy. Just a couple photos. We're going, we're, we're jumping through a lot of hoops here to make this make sense. But Kendall Jenner and Bad Bunny have been spotted and photographed Ugh. kissing outside of Sushi Park in West Hollywood. And I say kissing and we're like making assumptions because the photos... They maybe I'm just being naive and maybe I'm trying to like picture that this is not happening in my head. But like you don't actually see lip to lip. You see like a hug. Yeah. Granted, their faces are kind of they're in a no, kissing. They're no Avril and Tyga. Like No, they're not. They're <laughs> not. Um, but I guess like they I kind of block this from my memory, but they've been spotted now like three other times. This has been rumored uh, for a while, yeah. Yeah, they were like we're actually seen with like Justin Bieber and Haley Bieber. Kylie was at this dinner in West Hollywood, which I found was interesting. Uh, and someone spotted them making out in a club. So, like, I'm, I'm willing this not to be true, but it's probably something is like a foot between Men the Men are so boring. 
Like he's so fun and yeah, cool and successful. Like, and this is such a boring choice. I just can't. Yeah. They're all the same. Yeah. Oh, that's the general consensus online. Yeah. As well. mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, no one is. So, but I guess no man is too good for Kendall Jenner. Yeah, wow. we will. Uh, I'm sure TMZ will be shoving this down my throat as the weeks go on. So we'll just keep you posted. Yes, no doubt. This episode is brought to you by Anytime Fitness. We're not all professional athletes, but we all have health goals. That's why Anytime Fitness gives you access to personalized plans and support from a coach. Plus, you can track your training, nutrition, and recovery progress with the Anytime Fitness app, just like the pros. With 24-7 access to more than 5,000 gyms worldwide, get more from your gym membership. Visit anytimefitness.com to try it for free today. Terms, conditions, restrictions, all apply. See website for details. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Atlassian. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone. Because individually, we're great, but together, we're so much better. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com, A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian, tap the banner or visit this episode's page to learn more. Okay, let's do cringe mode. <laughs> this is, is this the last week of our Oscars wow. series? Yeah. Wow, you guys. Ending with a bang. We are ending with Deep Water, uh, released in 2022. Kate, I'll just let you take it from here. You know, I didn't write anything down for this one. Uh, this movie, the classic uh, Ben Affleck, Ana de Armas romance catalyst. They play a couple that are married, that living in Louisiana with their daughter. And basically they have an open relationship. The kind of one that we've talked about recently on the podcast where it's an open relationship, but only one person is cheating. So it's like, eh, it's not really what that is. Um, but basically she just has a ton of boyfriends and she brings them to parties with their friends and brings them to dinner with her husband and it's just like very over the top about having all these different boyfriends within her marriage. Ben Affleck, like, not chill about it. He uh, just like starts killing them and uh, yeah. driving them out of town and scaring them. And all their friends notice because yeah. she has boyfriends that just keep disappearing. And yeah. he's visibly pissed off when she brings them to parties. Um, and he just spends a lot of time like taking care of snails and killing her boyfriends. And eventually he gets caught by one of their friends. And she finds out, which like, girl, you should have found out two boyfriends ago, but we'll talk about it. And then she just like decides to forgive him and continue in their like toxic relationship. Nice. Basically the movie. Let's do the highlights, Amelia. So in this movie, Ben Affleck has a random snail obsession. Like he goes into the garage. I don't know. It's some part of the house. And like the mist comes on to 
to lubricate the snails, I guess. I don't know. He's got all these snails everywhere. He likes touching them. We get some close-ups of him holding the snails and their sliminess. And he just gets mad when um, one of Ana de Armas' boyfriends says, can we eat some of your snails? And he's like, our snails are not for eating. And it's just like, okay. We've seen some weird shit about serial killer men in movies having a side (laughs) hobbies. This is actually (laughs) creepier than maybe any of this is just so weird. Yeah. It's so random. This was the only thing I knew about this movie, other than like their relationship. All I knew about was like Ben Affleck snails. snails And and remember like all the interviews that came out when this movie came out where it was like he actually like really loved the snails oh, yes in oh, person yeah. and like was amazing with the snails and all the snail experts were like ben was so good with the snails oh, that's nice yes. love yeah, to hear great. that it's a big um, part of the movie he's always is. in that shed looking honestly at i liked it it was the only like original part i mean i guess it wasn't original because again like you said like all the serial killer men have to have like a, a hyper a fixation of yeah. some sort <laughs> yeah. but uh i did think snails was just a funny weird pivot why not yeah yeah yeah. What else, Amelia? <laughs> yes. I also like how all these characters' names <laughs> sound like perfectly Southern Gothic. So we've got Vic Van Allen, Melinda Van Allen. Uh, we've got Charlie Delisle. I, I mean, mm. it, it, these. if you add an I do declare at the end of each <laughs> one, it actually flows really well. So. Charlie Delisle especially doesn't make mm-hmm. sense for the characters attached to. But yes, mm-hmm. I agree. <laughs> yeah. Uh, highlight for me, possibly uh, one of our last highlights. Liz has a couple. Uh, I can't believe they made a whole movie based on Ben Affleck's like sad Ben meme mm. and his ability. To, I have the sad Ben meme in the outline. His ability to just like look perfectly blank, but also pissed off. That's what he does yeah. this whole movie. Like she brings a boyfriend mm. to dinner. He's sitting there looking like sad Ben Affleck. She brings a boyfriend to the party. He's looking out the window, looking like that meme of him staring <laughs> into the ocean. Like somebody saw the Ben Affleck memes. And the slow zoom on his face as he just like stares into nothing and contemplates life and was like, we can make a movie yeah. where he just yeah. does that. Yeah. And they did. Pretty much. That's this movie. I also totally forgot Jacob Elordi is in this movie. Uh-huh. No idea. This movie really went in and out of my brain. I forgot they did something. And that's when then their whole relationship was about. So anyway, forgot. Pleasant surprise. And then secondly, this couple in this movie, uh, Ben and Anna Darmas have a very fun adult friend group this in this is a little great neighborhood. Point. <laughs> they are hanging out, no kids in sight. They're having pool parties, they're getting drunk, they're smoking, they're playing pool. They're like all hanging out all the time. And they all presumably have children because they kind of reference them. They're nowhere, no idea where they are. <laughs> and they're like having fun with one another, they're dancing, they're playing yeah. live music. It's a raucous time. Yeah, all of them is. have these gigantic <laughs> houses. I'm like, how do we get such a robust adult friend group? I know. I want to so know for a serial killer. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea, but it, it looks great. So that's a great point. Okay. Low lights now, Kate. Uh, like not to call this a low light, but it is a little bit. It's actually distracting how beautiful Ana de Armas is in this movie. She's like, so beautiful. She's like actually like a step too beautiful for it to work for me. <laughs> At yeah. least. Uh, like yeah. it's I'm like, what what are you doing here among mortal humans? Um <laughs> and like her acting is fine. Like I, I think she's yeah. a good actress. But mm-hmm. like she and for this role specifically, she's like too young and too beautiful. Like mm-hmm. I, I yeah. almost feel like she's miscast, where like you you kind of need someone, I think a little bit older or like yeah. someone 
who like especially with the scenes like the soccer games where she's in her coat like cheering yeah. on her daughter at the soccer game I'm like like, like why are you not on a runway like it looks like an advertisement <laughs> yeah. or something yeah like you it, are not like a suburban mom this is not this is not right. the right vibe or like they're at the parties and like all their friends are older and so then she just yeah. seems like this like random beautiful angel in the midst of like these like 40 something 50 something adults yeah uh and yeah I just I, it's a little bit distracting uh, yeah. Like not to be like, yeah. you're too beautiful to be on my screen, but like for this <laughs> no, particular plot, it was distracting. There's also like an element where she's supposed to be very worldly and has had all these lovers and stuff, but it's like, you look like you're 20. She just no. looks really young. Yeah. And is like visibly, looks visibly younger than all of the other friends. Yeah. And it's mm-hmm. just a, kind of a weird match. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else, Amelia? I have got to say, this movie is supposedly an erotic thriller, but on it. No, there's nothing. I mean, I guess the snails with the sliminess was, I don't, or I guess she's like <laughs> naked a little bit. Sure. Yeah. But the thriller, there was, there was nothing thrilling about it. I'm sorry. Maybe when he killed one of the guys, but that I just was like, okay. <laughs> I love that you were like, it's an erotic thriller. And you were like, I guess for eroticism, like the snails are slimy <laughs> and also she's naked. Well, sorry. I love that you led the snails. Um, Thank you. But I agree. It's I like agree. very obvious what's happening the whole time. Plus, mm-hmm. isn't it a good thriller movie? It like starts out cool and then you like build and build and build and you're like, oh my God, what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. this, he's just killing people left and right. There's like, <laughs> and they start out so dysfunctional. That's my biggest low light was we saw no happiness between the two of them. No, mm-hmm. it was dysfunctional and bad and they were both miserable from the moment you turned it on. Yeah. it just made for a really long watch. I was just like, oh my God, again, again. <laughs> and then it ends the same way. So it's like all totally flat in my opinion. I just- yes. Yeah. It's just not fun. Agreed. Agreed. No, not fun. It's just like, okay, okay, yeah. you're going to kill another guy. There goes another one. Okay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. I also, <laughs> you know, get taken out of this film every time they say the daughter's name, which is Trixie. It's honestly, they say it in a way where it seems like no one in this film believes that this girl's name is Trixie. They're like, Trixie? Trixie. And you're like, okay, can you just name her Emily or something? Right. Like in their head, they're like, really, that's what the writers went with? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like trying to look this up and see if this was based on a book because there's no way those writers originally thought of a name for a five-year-old named Tracy. I think it's based on a Patricia Highsmith book. So that's got to be it. They were forced to do that. It made no sense. No sense. It's just like, okay, just change it. Update it for modern times or something. I don't know. Please. How about she, what about when she turns really sinister in the tub for like five seconds and it's like, I know you did it. And I was like, oh shit, she's going to solve the case. She's going to outfit. And she doesn't. He's like, no, no, Trixie, I didn't. And she's like, okay. And that was it. Normal behavior from a five-year-old. And that is building up to something. Oh. Yeah. Oh God. Also, I have to say, Ben Affleck, just really bad at murder in this movie. <laughs> so like there's, they talk about like a past boyfriend that he like killed with a hammer, which like, okay, I guess right. fine. But like, also like you did almost kind of get caught with that one. And then he scares another guy out of town. And then Jacob Elordi, he drowns in the pool in front of everyone yeah. at a party when everyone's there. <laughs> and then the third guy, he like throws rocks at him and then like puts him in a lake. Yeah, like, You've done this like four yeah. times. Can you get better at it? Like, he's just bad at it. He gets caught. He gets seen. He's like, I'm like, get like, 
don't know. It's weird. There's like a different method also every time. It's like, how many ways you got right. up to sleep? Like, stop. Like, get some, <laughs> I don't know, sleeping pills. Like, get, they, they're at dinner with you every night. I don't know. Just He yeah. just is like really has no no finesse, no strategy to his serial killing. <laughs> None. No, he doesn't. Also, like, okay, yeah, suspending disbelief, whatever. If you're so, like, eventually you're like, maybe she's onto it or she's like got this sick, twisted love of like, you know, he's jealous. It makes him mad, whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you're if you're, fir- you're kind of first time your lover dies in a freaked accident and then you take up another lover. Fine. OK, she, that's what she's into. And then he dies or he disappears. Would you then take up a third lover? Turns out she takes up a fourth lover. So it's like she wasn't even yeah. done by the time I wrote this note. It's like the but- Henry the Eighth thing, you know, where it's like died, beheaded, died. It's like died, disappeared, died, died. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, girl. Yeah, you got to stop. You got to, first gotta of all, stop. recognize a pattern. Second of all, recognize <laughs> your part in this pattern. Like at, by the fourth guy, like it's at least halfway her fault. Yeah, I actually agree. Like, yeah. stop. Stop <laughs> making out with people in front of these parties. I was like, maybe just like take a break. Like you just had three boyfriends die like violent this. deaths. It's, it's like you yeah. got another one immediately. You have to have dinner yes. with him right now with your husband. Yeah. Yes. Kind of like, like chill out uh, yeah. right in front of freaking Trixie. Oh my God, have Trixie you damaged her enough? To the last guy, I know. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, uh, and then my final little light is that Ben Affleck does a lot of bike riding in this movie, like a lot of like threatening bike riding, and it's impossible for someone to look threatening while they're riding a bicycle. Why like couldn't they put him in like a sleek car, like <laughs> a motorcycle? I don't, but he literally is just like on a bike, like, and it's close up of his face. And he's like, yeah, but he's like, pedaling, pedaling, pedaling. A motorcycle would have been better. He does so much like aggressive bike riding. That's so funny. It's just not You're threatening so right. at all. Right. Not even freaking, you know, uh, Lance Armstrong can make it look threatening. No one can. It's like no your little can. legs are like. And he has to go fast because he's like speeding away from a murder. That's really dumb. Okay, what is age the best uh, and the worst, Amelia? I guess, you know what? The best, and some might disagree. They might say it's the worst, but I'm going with best. The pandemic romance of Ben Anna. Uh, yeah. It was just something I think we all needed for a, however many months, a year, I think it lasted. It was just something that their little walks took, yeah. uh, I don't know, it just took our minds off of the, pan- yeah. I guess, pandemic a little bit. Um, and it yeah. was also the perfect timing for the Benefer reunion. So thank you so much to Ana de Armas. And right. as much she as was a good rebound, say, Alex rebound celebrity girlfriend. Yes. And I totally yeah. forgot, Amelia. You're so right. The reason why they were photographed so much is because they kept taking those walks, which everyone was doing because no one could go in like real right. public spaces. So you just kind of walked around whatever, wherever you lived. And that caused for a lot of uh, paparazzi yeah. fodder, which was yep. good for tea yeah. time. Exactly. Wow, she did give us so much. The cardboard cutout, the oh, Anadermis well, stand Oh accounts. my God, I love we that did. cardboard we need, cutout. We lived off, Tea Time really lived off that content for like a she good part a of really quality. Yeah. Some great mm-hmm. fits, yeah. That did age well. You're right. I remember yeah. it fondly. Same. What about you, Kate? Age uh, the Best is Gone Girl. Uh, mm. I was watching this movie. I was watching Ben Affleck be kind of a dick uh, in some like blue tinted cinema and like doing a thriller. And I was like, I would much rather just be watching Gone Girl because this movie just wants to be Gone Girl and it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, it's so but he true. was great in that movie. And it was like the he perfect was. like thriller, scary. And that honestly was the energy that I kind of wanted from Ana de Armas is I was like, she needs to be more yeah. like Rosamund Pike in this movie and like not Ooh. a killer herself. But she needs more of like the like 
older femme fatale, like, yes, I can be a suburban mom, but I also have a dark side vibes. Yep. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and again, I was like, I think I just want to be watching Gone Girl right now. <laughs> but it's true. Uh, yeah. That movie aged great. So go watch that yeah. instead. Can can I add one thing to that? Because yeah. this has been bothering me ever since I wrote a Benefer piece for the ringer.com. <laughs> and the editor who shall remain nameless, I will not out them, but they added in my piece about it that oh, I remember it was uh, like, it was like the reasons why Ben Affleck and Jennifer Lopez should get back together. And one of the reasons was like, we need another Gone Girl scene where we see half a dick or something. And I was like, I never wrote that. The editor put that in there. Wow. So I just want to make that clear, clear to anyone who's ever read that. I, it's on the record. Okay, you can go back name. in the Google Docs. So wasn't you. you. It wasn't was not you. me. Thank you. Just Thank watch you. Gone Girl, you guys. That's the solution yeah. to all problems in life. And then yeah. uh, I was just sort of, I was waiting for a plot twist in this movie. And you kind of just never got one. Yeah. And I just yeah. kept killing him. And it was him the whole time. And yeah. it was, I was like, where's the plot twist? And it reminded me of when we watched Triple Frontier. This was oh. the pre-cringe mode days. So we just decided to watch it because I think Amelia was really in her Ben Affleck phase. Mm-hmm. Um, and Ben Affleck got killed halfway through the movie and we were so pissed because they spent the rest of the movie just dragging his body around. And we thought it was like this Ben, ben Affleck like starring vehicle. And then oh, he got fucking God. killed. And that was the energy that I needed from this. I needed like a, like a, just a deranged plot twist. Uh, yeah, yeah. Movie and it didn't happen. That's what I'm saying it was a boring movie. Really boring. It really was. Um, let's do MVP. Kate, who's your pick? Uh, my MVP is Sad Ben and his memeable mm-hmm. sad face. Yeah. Which really just carried carried him here. Yeah. Amelia really did. You know what? I'm going to say uh, Lil Ray Howry. He would played one of the friends and mm. he just brought some levity to this depressing movie. So thank you. Okay. Yes. I'm going with bold, brash Ana de Armas for carrying yeah. out her business in front of literally anyone, Ooh. friends, neighbors, her daughter, <laughs> her husband. Didn't matter. Doesn't matter. True. Just go uh, off. Last question. What scene would you choose as Ana de Armas's Oscar reel? Amelia? I would say her overreacting to Jacob Elordi's character's drowning. Yeah. It's just like... <laughs> Okay. Okay. Well, again, what do you think was going to happen? Right. No. Like, I, At first, I was like, how do you overreact to someone drowning? But again, this is boyfriend number three who has died. So, like, <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Again, what right. did you expect? Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I would put the scene where she is <gasps> yelling. It's so good. <laughs> yelling at Trixie <laughs> for singing Old McDonald. <laughs> This I've never seen someone meaner. I this girl's also a psychopath. She should not be a mother. Trixie is just trying to play her little tunes on Amazon Alexa and sing along. And Anna the Arbus is like, stop playing old McDonald. And she's like, okay. The greatest spawn kind I've ever heard. She goes, Alexa, never play that shit again. <laughs> Also, I was like, oh, oh, that's gonna come back. I thought like old McDonald was gonna play in the house. Yes. It's like oh someone was gosh. like getting stabbed. Or like Alexa like, oh, would do something. Yes. No. Oh, that would have been good. No, that she just hates her daughter and doesn't <laughs> want the music playing in the house. Wow. So it's true. Yeah. This actually Damn. was right. As soon as I saw that you wrote this, I was like, actually, that that is I do wanna be at the Oscars and watch uh Ana de Armas scream at Alexa. Yeah. Um, but I went with the, uh, she's singing and dancing and like being really over the top at this first party, like with <laughs> yeah. her, her like lover or whatever in front of all their friends who are like noticeably <laughs> disapproving and her angry, yeah. sad Ben husband. Uh, and I just was like, I don't 
know. She's just chaotic and drunk. And but you're right. It's the old McDonald. I think it's the old McDonald one. I think <laughs> that that's the winner. Really funny. Uh, well, I feel like we're prepped oh. for the Oscars now. So <laughs> I do. That was this was fun. This was fun. <laughs> yeah. Another one in the books. Okay, let's do tea times. Oh, unanswerable God. questions, Kate. My unanswerable question is. Would you go to concert matinees uh, as suggested by Jamie Lee Curtis? Uh, And additional question, Jamie Lee Curtis, will you come on the hottest take? Because this is a really good hottest take, actually. It is. Um, I'm kind of surprised no one's ever done this. And if they have, then uh, I'm behind on the hottest take. But Jamie Lee Curtis was at the Independent Spirit Awards. She said that she declined her invite to the Oscars nominee dinner because she wanted to go to bed early, which I love to go to bed early. So I'm totally with her on this. So she was like, you know, it's like there at 730. It's going to be 9 p.m. before we get food, like going to be home too late, blah, blah, blah. So she starts on this rant about how she likes to go to bed early. And she is like, concerts should be matinees. She was like, I love Coldplay. And she's like, Coldplay should do like a noon concert. Like Bruce Springsteen, like do a fucking matinee. She's like going off on this, like to Hollywood Reporter. She's like, you're old, Bruce Springsteen. Why wouldn't you let me come see you and do it at noon or one o'clock, two o'clock? She's like, I will come and hear your five hour concert and I'm going to be home and in bed by 730, which honestly is my dream, especially if there are openers. Like that's the big thing too, is like if a Coldplay, she says this, she's like, if Coldplay is at 9 p.m. and there's an opening act, like Coldplay's not on until 11 Mm-hmm. Yeah. But suddenly you're home at 2 a.m. It's a great point. Like we got to bump these times up. But do you think that you kind of need the darkness in order to sing and dance? Or is that just me? I because think it, I depends, think it, it does depend on the act. I think it yeah. depends on the act. Like Cold I would go to like a right. matinee of like someone who's like chill, you yeah, know, like an outdoor fair. show. Go to the Hollywood Bowl to see someone yeah. at like 2 p.m. That'd be Ooh, great. Mm. Uh, yeah. But yeah, some concerts, you're right. I think they're more late night vibes. Man. But I do love a matinee. <laughs> mm-hmm. Jamie mm-hmm. Lee really is all of us. She's so is, true. Right? Am I right? Much I'm like so Ariana happy DeBose she's said. in the news so much. Like, she's I feel so, like she's been everywhere. I'm going to oh, miss she's it. She's so funny. I know. Oscar season. So nutty. Um, next question. Okay, so I, I'm not really a royal fan, but, you know, it's You're making not? me— <laughs> <laughs> It's making me LOL because Charles, you know, he's going to be king. And he has a coronation coming up on May 6th. And this is exciting for a lot of people because this is, what, the first coronation in 70 years or so? It's insane. And I guess, like, he's tried to invite all of these famous uh, British singers like Adele, got an invite, Elton John, Harry Styles, Ed Sheeran, Spice Mm. Girls. But they've all declined, which is like really funny and good for them for declining. Um, yeah. So now I, I don't know what he's going to do. And it's like, I don't know if anyone's going to want to sing at your coronation. So who do you think should sing at the current Charles's- lineup is tough. I was reading this article. First of all, what's funny yeah. about this is the scheduling conflicts, like the excuses oh. that they've given I, are ooh. really funny. Like some of them are like very basic. Like Elton John was like, oh, like I'm on tour and like I can't get there. But like mm-hmm. Harry Styles was like, I can't get my band together or something like my band has downtime <laughs> and like I can't make my band do it. Um, what are these other ones? Ed Sheeran is too busy preparing for an upcoming gig in Houston, Texas. (laughs) I love that one. Uh, Adele didn't give an excuse. The Spice Girls said lack of rehearsal time. Mm -hmm. It's like, okay. 
And then like a bunch of people have said like scheduling conflicts. So it's like, what? Andrew Lloyd Webber. I'm like, what are you going to yeah. do? Perform a cat's medley? Um, <laughs> Kylie Minogue, uh, Lionel Richie, and then I like heard- Ollie Murs from The X Factor. Wow. Well, okay. So I heard recently that Kylie turned it down too. Oh, though. did she? This so, might be out of date then. Yeah. I tough. just, this is embarrassing. He, he needs like to get really like Susan Boyle. Remember Susan Boyle oh from my The X Factor? <laughs> Oh yeah, he that needs to go perfect. with like people who are truly desperate and like need to get back in like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, in the this limelight is, to sell a few tough. albums. Yeah, this is very embarrassing. <laughs> so yeah, actually, I'd love your idea of Susan Boyle. Like, why not? I don't why know. Why not? That's Where great. is she now? We should look into See, that. This is That's what I'm saying. Idea. What's she got going on? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. But yeah, I love that everyone is is like. Thanks, but no thanks. I'm <laughs> literally so busy. <laughs> Just love, I, I I have to prep for a concert in Houston, Texas. Okay, bye. <laughs> oh my! Uh, my question. I had it. I did. I swear, I had like a real pop culture question, but then I changed it because I just love finding out these little facts about you two. Um, like, remember when I made you pull out your purses and just like go through <laughs> everything that was in your purse? That was memorable. Um, no prep. Um, okay, but so. I'm curious if you guys have ever accidentally posted anything. Either like you meant it for close friends, you posted it wide, you didn't mean to post it at all, and you posted it on your Instagram snap, literally anything. Harry Styles, that poor guy, you know, very innocuous actually, posted a selfie of him working out, but he's in a One Direction t-shirt. Of course, mm. fans went rabid, like, oh my God, he's sure. all of it. They're um, getting back together. Yeah. Anyway, okay, turns those out- were liter- That was literally things that I said, but it's fine. <laughs> Like I said, they went rabid. The fans went rabid. And yeah. turns out it was a mistake. He like literally just posted that Aww. on accident, whether he meant it for close friends or not. Wow. Like, whatever. Anyway, really innocent stuff. I mean, who, I mean, a person's camera roll, that could be really dicey. So anyway, <laughs> all is good. I'm just curious if you two have ever done that in your life. We've grown up on social media, a lot of, you know, a lot mm-hmm. of years. So to make mistakes. Uh, <laughs> I have not done, like I haven't, accidentally posted something to my Instagram story. But what I've done is that I, I have a private K-pop Twitter account because I got tired Ooh. of fans getting oh, fucking furious at me when I made K-pop jokes. So like, that's, that's why really I don't funny. tweet about it that much on Main anymore because I'm like, really why funny. do I... Wait, it's like a burner account? Yeah, it's like a little private like Stan account. You know the Stan accounts where like, it's oh, like I a picture that. of like somebody... I always wanted a burner yeah. account. So I have like 20 <laughs> followers and it's like just my like friend, my K-pop friends. But friends. so amazing. I can make my jokes and not get... Yeah. 10,000 quote retweets being like, let's kill her at the concert. So, uh, but I have before tweeted like one, only one time. I think I tweeted on main a joke that I meant for private, my private Twitter. And then I was like, Oh, wrong account. But that's um, the thing that keeps me from making a burner is I'm afraid that someone's going to find out. Like there's gotta be some way you can tell. And then I'm scared. Didn't Kevin Durant do that by accident or something? You've seen so many people do it by accident, (laughs) but I also, I'm also afraid of that. It's not like I'm doing anything like crazy. So I think I left it when I tweet, because again, I tweet stupid K-pop shit from Maine too. Like no one would be like, whoa. Um, But yeah, I did. I did do that one time. And also like close friends is tricky lately because sometimes like on desktop, it doesn't show that you've tweeted something on close friends. Mm. It just shows Mm. that like you can't retweet it. Like it's been kind of coming to close friends. Yeah. Oh, Liz, you're not on Twitter. Yeah. So you can put close friend wow. circles now. I feel like and, I am. Wow. Oh my God. Yeah. Which is great. Um, well, I can't even log into my Twitter account. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. All right. <laughs> so actually, I would like to take this time to plead if anyone knows 
anyone from Twitter that can help me get back into my account, I would greatly appreciate it because I've been trying to email them and they have not been responding and I'm out here being like, please help me, dear God. I mean, what do they have going on at Twitter that could possibly be more important? (laughs) I I can't think of anything. Wait, Amelia, what happened? They just booted you or you got... Well, I think someone tried to get into my account. So then they were like, you need to... Uh, too often to yeah. cater thingy. And then I like tried to do it and I changed my account password and then they were like booting me off still. And I was like, what did I do? What did I do? And my dad was like, well, maybe you tweeted something mean. And I was like, I did I not. never. <laughs> Literally the last that tweet I had was like, like I love Pamela Anderson or something. So I Oh my God, what a way to go. Uh, so have you not been yeah. on Twitter since that happened? Yes. It's, I've, uh, which is like wow. actually good. It's actually been very like, whew. Like freeing, yeah. but and I your Instagram has been popping. So I do love your. Instagram. Oh, thank you. Yes. Well, because I also got. I mean, I wasn't even using Facebook, but I got kicked out of Facebook too. Oh my God! Stop silencing Amelia. <laughs> Deep platforming Amelia Wedemeyer. <laughs> Oh my God, what's the world gonna do? Oh my gosh. So, Thank God wow. we use this time as a general PSA. Yeah, <laughs> so true. Get Amelia back on social media, you turds. Um, so sorry. Okay, let's end there. If anyone can help her, please reach out to her directly. (laughs) I don't know what platform Instagram, I guess. (laughs) Okay. Thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, Thank you to Kaya, our producer. I'm Liz Kelly. I'm Kate Hallowell. And I'm Amelia Wedemeyer. This episode is brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. As a ruthless king builds his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes, enter the kingdom in IMAX on May 10th and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.